Today's daf is Chesubah's daf test. We are holding the last three words on daf Chesam and Beis. Today's daf is all going to revolve around two basic shitos. The sheet of Rabbi Lazar that appears at the very beginning. It's the first thing we're going to be saying. And the sheet of Rabbi Yudom Shmuel in the middle of Amid Beis. And it's all about when a guy claims Pesach Pasuach Matsasi. So what does he believe to do when he says Pesach Pasuach Matsasi? Does his wife become asura to him? Does she lose her ksuba? Because he said Pesach Pasuach that he found that she was not a besula. Now, he didn't say that he didn't find dam, he just said that, that, he, just said that, Pesach, that he found that she was open, that, she was, uh, that, that, that the Pesach was open. So, we're going to have a discussion about the concept of Shavi Anafshe, Chaticha di Isura. The Gemara is going to get into a whole discussion about David and Bathsheba, and what the status of uh, Bathsheba was to David, why she was Muteris to David, and about the Get Krisos, that everyone who ever went out to Mohammed's face David, would write to their wives, we'll have a major machlokas Rashi Tosos, about the nature of that get krisos, and then uh, then Amid Beis, we're going to get into the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel, that Pesach Pesach is not just good enough to be, uh, to make her Asr, but even to be Mafsa Ksuba. So let's begin, it's a, it's a loaded daf, it looks, it looks short, but it's, a, it's a loaded with, uh, with material. Amr Rabbi Lazar, Ha'omer Pesach Pesach Matsasi Neman says, if a guy says that he finds, that he found Pesach Pesach, that his wife was open, so he's believed to make her asura to him. Says Rashi, why didn't he say that he didn't see any dam? Why is he only saying Pesach Pesuach Matsasi? So Rashi points out, There are certain women that are not expected to have dam, that genetically their makeup is that they don't have dam, so he married such a woman, so there was never an expectation of dam. Or maybe he never saw the sheets, so he doesn't know if there was or was not dam. But this he's absolutely certain about, that he found that she was Pesach Pesuach. So that's why Dam is a non-issue over here, because we can't, uh, there was was no expectation of Dam, or there's no way of proving whether there was or wasn't Dam, but he is claiming Pesach Pesuach. So why is he believed? So Rashi says, Even though it's all his word, I mean, there's no way to, to find out about this other than his own personal experience, we can't find out by having Adam or anything like that. He's believed about himself. This is the concept called A person is believed to make something usher for himself. But he's not going to be believed to make her lose her ksuba, meaning he's still going to be on the hook for her for her ksuba. He's still going to have to pay for her ksuba. So a couple of a uh, couple of important things over here. The uh, the concept of first of all Neman that he's believed to make her asr sounds like he has some sort of credibility over here. The Rashba quotes Machlokas Rishonim about what his life experience has been, meaning are we talking about a person who has been married before and therefore he has credibility to say that it was Pesach Pesuach because he knows the difference between Pesach Pesuach and Pesach Sasum or are we even talking about a Bachar where this is his first Bia and nevertheless he, he's, we still 
trust him to make her asura to him based on uh, no experience whatsoever. It seems that there's a stira in Rashi. In Rashi, Dibur Maschal Aval sounds like a bachur is believed. In Rashi, Endav Yulam Lalv sounds like a bachur is not believed. So the Rashi and the Ran say that Rashi means to say that he's, uh, it's only to be Mafsir Ruksuba that he's believed, but not Lo'osral Baila, uh, but, but, uh, but Lo'osral Lalv, even a bachur would be believed. I mean, it's Tafka to be Mafsir Ruksuba that you would need him to be experienced, but a uh, bachur would be believed even uh, to, to, to make, to, but even a bach would be believed to make her asura to him. But uh, more fundamentally, what is the woman saying in all this? The Gemara only tells us one side of the story. Guys coming in, he's saying So you would imagine the first thing that the basin would do is turn to her and say, "No, what, what do you have to say?" So what's the? Uh, so we're just declaring a halacha without knowing what her side is. So Rova the Rishonim understand. The, the Rosh quotes from Rabbein Yonah, the Rabban, Rova the Rishonim understand that it's only if the woman denies it. And she says, what are you talking about? I was a Sasum, I was in Pesach Pesuach. That's when he's Neman Lo'osralav. Or if she's quiet, she doesn't say anything. She just sits there quietly without, without responding. That's when he's Neman to make her Asura. But if she says, yeah, I was Nivelis, but it was an Anus, Anusa Yisi, or Mukasetzani, then she is Nehmenes, even though it's only one Safek, it's not a Svek Sveka, because he can't deny that. He doesn't know if she was Ba'onus or Baratzon. She does know, and that's what we call a Bari Vishema. She has a time as Bari, he only has a time as Shema. Bari Vishema, Bari Adif, especially when you have the Cheskas Kashrus to combine to her Tainas Bari. So that's how Rova the Rishonim understand. That's what the Rosh quotes from the, Ra- from the Rabbeinu Yonah. That's what the Ramban says. However, the Rosh himself is Chalik, originally at least. The Rosh says that since there's only one Suffolk, we go Luchumra, and she has no Ne'emanus. Bari Vishema is uh, not going to work over here because against the Bari you have a rove that's Baratzon. Most of the time there's not an onus, and when there is an onus, normally there's a call. People hear about an onus, so you have a rove working against the Tainus Bari, and therefore even if she comes with the Tainus Bari, he's still Naaman La Osra Alav. But this idea of Shavia Nafshei Chatichud Bisura, that a guy is believed to make something Asr to him, by him saying that something's Asr, it becomes and we treat it like it's Asr. In the acronym, what the mechanics are of Shavya Nafshi Chatikhad Yisura. Why does that work? The Ktsos in Simon Lamadal says that this works midin that just like if a person admits that he owes money, you don't need edim anymore to say that he owes the money because hodas baldin is kamei edim. So it's a it's, it's so, so there's a there's a neemanus of being a baldin, a neemanus of kihuze in the lashon of the chumash. So so too shavia nafshi is a din that a person is neeman legabe atzmo. So it's purely a din in neemanus, says the ketzos, that he's actually believed that we we literally believe him. However. The Ketos quotes from others, and the Sharamelech writes this way that no, Shavia Nafshe doesn't work midin uh, Ne'emanus, Shavia Nafshe works midin Neder. Anybody can make anything usher to them by just taking a neder that they're not going to use it, that they're not going to get enough from it, that they're not going to benefit from it. And that's what Shavya Nashi is. When a person says, this is usher to me, it's Ki'ilu, he's taking a neder that it should be usher to him going forward. The Ma'arit just questions that if it's a din neder, then how come you can't do a she'ela on it? How come we can't undo the neder? Shavya Nashi Chatichat Yisur seems like it's permanent. So uh, the suggestion is that maybe there were machmir, there are certain 
certain nedarim that are not nitzel neshe'ela. Nazirus shimshon is a form of ned that's not nitzel neshe'ela. So maybe shavia nafshechatichud yisura is a particularly chamer form of neder, but maybe it's midid neder. Then the third sheet is the truma sakri printed in the back of the ketzos. The truma sakri in Simon Aleph says, no, it's not ne'amanus, nor is it neder. It's that if a person believes that something is asr to him, so he has to treat it like it's asr. I mean, if he's convinced that something is chazer treif, though the, all the kashos organizations in the world could tell him the badats and the OU could, could be swearing up and down that it's perfectly kosher, but if he believes in his heart of hearts that what he, that what he, what's in front of him is, uh, is chazer, he's not allowed to eat it because it's chazer it's from, from his perspective. So that's what the Chumas Akri writes. Be'isha shamra, eishas isha nisha asura, emmanus. It's not that if a woman says she's nisha, she's believed, and that's why she's asura. El kivan shalafid vareha, he asurli nase, vilu he aisiyodasa emes, she ish. Since according to her, she knows the truth, and no one else knows the truth, she's the only one that knows that she's nisha ish. Even though the whole rest of the world thinks that she's a single girl, if she claims she knows the truth, so she's a surah to get married. That's the uh, the three possible ways of understanding. So would be if it's a din of like the Ketzel says. So then, even if uh, if 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 we don't allow them to, to be together, but when they both know that it's not true, if uh, that, that, uh, that, that it wasn't really Pesach Pesuach, he knows that what he said was a lie, she knows that what he said was a lie, so then there'd be Mutzer Zeb Zeb Seser, they'd be able to secretly, we can't allow them to be together, but they can allow themselves to be together, because uh, if it's a din of Neamanus, so they know, they know the real truth. But if you hold it's a din of neder, it doesn't matter that they know the real truth. They took a neder that this is going to be asr. Another nafkamina, the ketzos writes the name of the Shav Yaakov, if a person doesn't know that something is asr, he says something that would mean, well, let's say a guy says, Pesach, 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 he doesn't know that that's going to mean that his wife is going to be asr, and that if she cheated on him, that it's that she's asur to him. So if you say it's midin neder, well, he never intended to take such a neder, he never had das for such a neder, because he didn't even know that she was asur to him. But if it's a din neder, Manus, so then she's going to be a uh, him anyway. Not enough, Gamina. If it's uh, if if we reply Shavia Nafshe by by a guy, because if it's a din neder, there is no Torah nedarim by a guy, but there may there are dine neamanus by a guy sometimes that a guy would have dine neamanus. So maybe in certain circumstances we reply Shavia Nafshe when it comes to uh, when it comes to a guy. So those are the uh, the, the nafkaminas whether we reply Shavia Nafshe or not. Vaiter in the Gemara. So wait a second. We just said a guy says Pesach Pesuach. He's neman to make his wife a why should she be asuratim? It's a svek sveka lakula because safik tachtav safik ain't First of all, she even if she slept with someone else, it may have been before they ever had kiddushin. Vimtim tachtav, and even if it was after the kiddushin, safik bonus safik bratzon. Maybe it was only baonus, and therefore she's not asura to him. So you have a svek sveka that's going to tell you that she's muteras to him. How does svek sveka work? Why why does uh, svek sveka make it any better? Isn't a svek sveka just a fancier form of suffix and a single suffix. Suffix da rais al chumra shishbi asuratim. This is a well known machlokas. The Rashba in Chelkalv Sim Tafalf in his Shuvah says that Svek Sveka works me din rove. 
that there's rove possibilities that she's that that, that she's mutaras to him, and therefore we follow the rove. So it works me din the same din as rove. The Achron explained that there's rove tzdadim. That's what it means, not rove in terms of statistical rove, but rove tzdadim. That rove of the possibilities of what could have actually happened uh, land on the side of heter. So then we say it's lukula the pnei Yeshua, over here, and really in several places in Shas, writes that Svek Sveka works if you hold that Savik Dar Raisa Torah is Lukula, if it is Machlok Rishonim, whether Savik Dar Raisa Lukumra is it's itself a Din Dar Raisa, or is that really a Din Midrabanan? But on a Dar Raisa level, Savik Dar Raisa would really be Lukula. So if you hold on a Dar Raisa level, Savik Dar Raisa is Lukula, it's only a Din Rabbanan that were Machmir and a Savik Dar Raisa. When you have a Svek Sveka, you have a Safek on the Din. Of Safik Daraisa Lukhumra. So if the din of Safik Daraisa Lukhumra is itself only a din Darabanan, a Safik on the din of Safik Daraisa Lukhumra is a Safik Darabanan, and therefore it's to be Safik Daraban Lukula. That's how the Pnei Yeshu understands the way Svek Sveka works in, uh, in general. That the uh, the 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 uh, that it works midin savik drabban lekul maratzchayis writes in Masechas Nida that the nafkamina between the reasons is if you need a svek sveka hamishapech do you need the svek sveka to be able to be said in both directions that according to the Rashba that it's midin rovt stadim so you need svek sveka hamishapech because otherwise it's not rovt stadim it's only going to be two out of the four stadim because uh, the, the if it if it doesn't uh, work in both directions but according to the Pnei Yeshua that even if it's not mishapech it might work because it would still be a suffix on the din of Savik Daraisa Lukhumra. As soon as you introduce that second suffix, that would uh, that that would be sufficient to introduce the second suffix. So anyway, so the Gemara's question is, why is it that he's never lost or love? After all, it's a svek sveka. So the Gemara answers two possibilities of how it's not really a svek sveka. We could set it up where there aren't two svekos. Number one, lotzricha be'eshes kohen. Maybe we're dealing over here with an eshes kohen, and since it's an eshes kohen, there is no second suffix because even if it's Ba'ones, she's still going to be Asura to him. The only suffix was Tachtov or not Tachtov. But even if it's Ba'ones, she's still going to be Asura to him. Diva Yisema, Be'eshes Yisrael, Uchigon de Kabul Ba'avu HaKidushin, the other possibility is Tenacious Israel, but the father accepted Kiddushin on her behalf before she was three years old. So we know that it was Tachtav, because if it was before they ever had Kiddushin, her Besulim would have returned. So we know that it was after they had Kiddushin. The only question is, was it Ones or was it Ratzon? So Frank tells us, wait a second, is that only one suffix? Was it Ones or was it Ratzon? Vim Tomer tells us, asked in Dibra Maskal Dibra Yisema, Akati Ikosvek Sveka. Suffolk, but on a suffolk, but on it's still a svek sveka. You have the suffolk that it might have been on us, suffolk that it might have been ratzon, ask so so symptoms so long ratzon, and even if it was ratzon, suffolk she kitana pita kitana onesu. They've been in, they, they, they've had Arison since before she was three years old. So for many of those years, she was uh, Katana. And the halacha is that if someone uh, convinces a Katana to sleep with him, if you do pitoy in a Katana, that counts as an onus because she doesn't have enough das to know what she's getting into. It's what we call statutory rape in, uh, in, in, in uh, our, our system, in, our, in, in American legal system. But the Torah recognized that first. Peter Katana Ones, that that's called Ones if it's with a Katana. So isn't it a Svek Sveka? Suffolk maybe it was Bones. And even if it was Baratzon, maybe it was, it was while she was a Katana, and that itself is Ones. So Tulsa suggests, V'yesh Lomar, 
Tishem Ones Chadhu. That's not a Sfek Sveka, because it's all a Suffolk Ones, Suffolk Ratzon. To say that even if it was Ratzon, maybe she was a Ketana. No, maybe she was a Ketana means that it's Ones. So that's not a uh, Sfek Sveka. There's two ways of understanding that answer of Tosla, which writes. You could say that it means that all the Tzadim of Suffolk are Mitzad Ones. So what, what difference does it make exactly how you got to calling it an Ones, whether it was completely against her will, it was violently against her will, or whether she just simply doesn't have the ability to, uh, to, to express Ratzon. Either way, Ones is Ones, it's all the same thing. Or, uh, Rabbi Kivegar says, maybe you could say that, the, that, that what Tosa is saying is that it's not a Sfek Sveik HaMesapech, that it doesn't flip. Because what are you going to say? Sveik, uh, if you can say Sveik Ones Sveik Ratzon, and you say, and even if it's uh, Ratzon, maybe she's a Katana. No, if it's a Ratzon, then she had to be a Gedola. She couldn't be a Katana, because Katana doesn't have Ratzon. So it's simply not a Sveik Sveik HaMesapech. You can't say the Sveik Sveik in both directions. You could say it in the other direction, maybe she's a Gedola, maybe she's a Katana, and even if she was a Gedola, maybe it was Ba'ones. But since it doesn't flip, it doesn't work, Back in the other direction, so that's not that's not a valid spec sveka. So Rabbi Kivega writes: whether we require spec sveka misapech depends on how you understand shame ones chadhu. It all depends on how you understand this answer of Tosfos. The most famous example of this is probably the Shulchan uh, Aruch writes in Yarday and some Reish Sadi Gimel about Chadash. We know there is an Israel in the Torah that you're not allowed to have Tavua Chadash, you're not allowed to have a grain that grew uh, this year until the, the Karbonomer, or nowadays until the second day of uh, Pesach. So the Ramah writes, but nowadays Kol Stam Tavua is Mutter. Anytime you have Stam grain, and you don't know, you buy a box of cereal, you don't know when the flour grew, when the grain grew that made the flour that made that cereal. And you have the right to assume that it's mutter. Why? Because he says it's mutter mikoch svek sveka. Safek is from the previous year, and even if it's from this year, maybe it was, took root before the before the omer. Maybe it took root before the uh, the, the, the the carbon omer. So Bikivega writes in, in the name of a, of the chuvas mutzal meish. Says, what do you mean? Hashemon es charhu mali shana shavra mali mishana zu kodem omer. Meaning, what difference does it make if it was from the last year or it was this year before the omer? It's all the same thing. It's all that it was uh, that, that 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 it happened uh, too early. That 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 uh, that, uh, that that it happened. Meaning that not too early. That it, that it's from from early, previous grain, and therefore it was the carbon omer or the second day of Pesach had the ability to be matirit. So that's where Shemon Eschadhu appears in Shulchan Aruch specifically in uh, in that context. Tosos also questions the other. The other way we we knocked it down to one suffix, where we said that it was Aisha's coming, and we said by Aisha's coming there's only one suffix, whether it was Tachtov or not Tachtov, but there's no suffix on a suffix Ratzon by Aisha's coming because we because it doesn't matter even if it was Baones she's going to be asur to the coming. So Fractosus in Tomar Nukma Achaskasa she Kshiru Lekuhuna. Why don't we say that she has a Chazaka that she's Kshiru Lekuhuna the name of the Lav Tachtov Zinsa, then therefore assume that it didn't happen Tachtov. So you want to say it's only suffix Tachtov suffix not, but there's a chazaka, that every girl is a cheskas k'sheru l'kuna. So it also says, yeah, but there's a competing chazaka. Not only is every girl born k'sheru l'kuna, every girl is also born uh, with, uh, with, with, with a pesulim. So we have the right to assume that whenever she had the bia and that pesulim went away was in the most recent possible time, which would point to tachtav, it would point to being while she was already married. 
So you can't uh, you can't use the chazaka to tip the scales over here. It's simply a single suffix, and that's why the husband is neman to make his wife a surutim. What about his manazah? Guy says pesach pesach masasi. Is he neman la love? Meaning, what are we saying that he that he'd be neman la love? Provided that it was pchusim v'shalashon v'yamechad, or if he was an aishas kohen. So let's say let's take an aishas kohen b'zmanaza. That's a more common case than kiddushin pachus b'vaskim l'shan v'yamechad. So an aishas kohen, a kohen comes and says pesach pesach mazasi. Does his wife now become aser to him? So in shulchan aruch, it just passes what it says in the gemara. Shulchan aruch says what it says in the gemara that an aishas kohen he says pesach pesach mazasi nemalos shalav. However, the nosei kelim on the side of the shulchan aruch beishmuel chalkas machokek both point out that b'zmanaza. That we do the kiddush in b'shas chupa. So what's what's and the bia happens like right after that. So what's he going to say that uh, we have a suffix that was tachtav that was after the kiddush? He was with her the entire time. There were people. There were four hundred people at the wedding, and then they went home together, and that was it. And then they had the bia. So it's impossible to say that maybe it was tachtav. There's no suffix of tachtav. It was vade not tachtav. So therefore, he would not be nemal osra alav whatsoever bismanazeh. It's just simply not the way we, we do things. Now the base mayor says that he's not happy with the way that the Beis Shmuel and the Chalakas Mechok present this, because the Beis Meir says, we may not have the suffix of Tachtav or Elo Tachtav, but it's, she could still be Asura to him, because if she was novellus to somebody beforehand, and you live in a city that's Rov Psulim, you live in a city that Rov of the people that she could have slept with, would pass a lakuna even if it wasn't Tachtav. The thing by a Kohen is, that in Aisha's Kohen, when she's married to the Kohen, no matter who she sleeps with, and no matter how it happened, whether it was Onus or Ratzon, she's going to be Asura to the Kohen. But if she had Bia before she was married to the Kohen, if she's Nivellus Lepasla, that too will passel her Lukuna. So that's what the base mayor says. He doesn't understand how we could just say that it's Mutter Bismanazah. What do you mean? If she lives in a city with Rov Gayim, and, and, and she might have slept with a guy, so that will passel Lukuna as well. So the Akronim try to defend the Nosekelem on the Shulchanach, and they say that no, we assume that it is a Chazaka, Isha Mizana, Bodekas of Mizana. She's not just going to be Mizana with any guy. If she was Mizana, she looked into it, who she was Mizana with. Or the fact that she marries a Kohen is maybe as if she's saying the Feirish, Lakasher Nevalti, otherwise she never would have gotten herself into this, into marrying a Kohen. All sorts of different uh, different possibilities. It's interesting that Sturmbach writes in Chuvas Van Hagos and Chelek Aleph that the whole time of Pesach Pesuach would not apply if a guy is marrying a Balas Chuva and he knows that he's marrying a Balas Chuva. He can't come and say, I never realized this because that's something that uh, in the society that we live, that that's uh, that, that's Yadua, that, 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 that's to be expected um, when, when one marries someone who uh, didn't grow up in a religious uh, lifestyle. So it says Gemara now, so we just said this halacha that Shavya Nafshi Chati Chadisur, that if a guy says Pesach Pesuach, his wife is asked him. Frakta Gemara, Mike Kamashmulan, what's the Chiddush of Reb Lazarin saying that the guy is Naman to say Pesach Pesuach? Tanina, we already know the din of Shavya Nafshi Chati Chadisur, we already looked at the Mishnah. If a guy says to a woman, I married you, I was Makadish you, and she says, I never met you before, I have no idea what you're talking about, you were never Makadish me, she's allowed to marry his relatives, but he's never going to be allowed to marry 
her relatives, because according to what he's saying, it was he was married to her, and therefore her relatives became us of him. So don't you see from there? Why, what's Rabbi Lezer adding by saying a case of Pesach that the guy is believed to make his wife one might have thought that when it comes to when it comes to a case of a guy saying that he married this girl, so we know that he uh, that he was certain about that, that he he will know for sure whether he did or did not marry her. But over here by Pesach Pesuach, maybe we would think he doesn't have credibility. How does he know whether it was really Pesach Pesuach or not? So therefore, maybe he doesn't have the ability to uh, to invoke Shavia Nafshei Chatiha Di Sura. Does Reb Lazar really say that a husband has the ability to make his wife asura to him just by claiming Pesach Pesuach? Didn't Reb Lazar, isn't Reb Lazar the one that taught us that a woman only becomes asura to her husband when it's uh, when, when it's uh, with kino yustira when he does uh, when when he when he's mekaneir and then she then has yichud and edim saw that she had yichud with the man meaning when they go through the whole sota process just like happened with the Maisa Shahaya with David and Basheva. So the Gemara says, wait a second, before we even answer the question, David and Basheva, there was a Kino in the Stira with Oria, did that really happen? And furthermore, we're trying to give us an example where a woman becomes Asura to her husband. The case of David and Basheva, is that true? Basheva became Asura to Oria? If she would have become Asura to Oria, she would have been Asura to David also. Because if you're Asura to Baal, you're Asura to Baal as well. So says, well, no, no, that's not what we meant. Hello, Kasha. This is what we meant. Now the point is, a woman would only become a surah labayla if you have kino yistira, and the proof is that by David and Basheva she did not become asr. Why didn't she become asr? Because there was no kino yistira. So we see that a woman's only asura when there is kino yistira, and Rabbi Lazar is the one that says that, and therefore we're left with a question. Kino yistira in. Pesach Pesuach Lo. It seems very clear that Rav Lazar holds a woman only becomes a surah labayla when there is kino yistira. A time of Pesach Pesuach is not enough to make a woman a surah labayla. So how could Rav Lazar say that the time of Pesach Pesuach is enough to make her a surah labayla? Answers the Gemara, Ultamech, you want to be medayik that just because he says she only becomes us with kino yistira, that there's no other way that a woman's ever going to become a surah labayla? Then, then you would be medayik the following. Kino yistira in Edim lo. Then you would have to say that she only becomes a surah with kino yistira, but not with Edim, that Edim would not be enough to Aser. That's ridiculous. Of course Edim is enough to Aser. If you have Edim, that she cheated on her husband, for sure that would Aser her. So that can't be what, he, what Rabbi Lazar meant to say when he spoke about kino yistira. He's not precluding the possibility of a woman becoming a surah in any other way other than kino yistira. There are other ways that a woman will, be, will become a surah without kino yistira. Elahachi kamar. This is what he means to say. A woman does not become a surah labayla with only one aid. She can only become a surah labayla with two aid with the lone exception that kino yistira, if you have kino yistira, then even though there was only one aid, that would be good enough 
to make her asur lebaila. That uh, that even though only one aide saw her sleep with the other guy, but since there was kinu yistira, since he had already uh, voiced his objections to his wife that he doesn't want her being with that man, and they saw her having yichud with that man, to aid him so her having yichud with that man, that would be enough to asur her. And upesach pesuach kishnei edim dami pesach pesuach has the status of shnei edim. His neamanos on pesach pesuach is the same thing as having shnei edim. So period. That's that, that's how we answer the blazer. But once we mention the story of Davin Mesheva, and we said that she did not become Asura in the story of Davin Mesheva, so Why is it by the Maishashaya that she did not become Asura and David? And as Rashi points out, Shari Edim Harbe Yadu. Lots of Edim knew about this. The king can't bring a woman, uh, the the wife of an important dignitary, uh, an important general, to his palace and and marry her and sleep with her without everyone knowing. Everyone obviously knew about this. So there were lots of Edim. So how could it be that uh, that, that, that she was Mutaris to David? Now Tosas understands a little differently. says just because people knew that she came to the palace doesn't mean that that's called Edim. Edim means that they have to have seen a Maisabia. Everyone knew where she was and that David had summoned her or whatever. But no one saw Maisabia. That's not called Edim, says Tosos. If you're going to say that Pesach Pesach is the same as Shnei Edim, why isn't she Asur to David? Because forget about Edim. David knew that he was Baal her. He knew that she was Nevelis, and therefore she should have become Asur to him because he knew that she was a married woman and that she had slept with him. So if he knew it, that, that alone should have made her Asur. So, so whichever way you can understand the question, the question is how is she Mutaras to David? So the Gemara gives two answers. Answer number one, Hasam Ones Hava. That first of all, it may have been a case of Ones. The Chida writes that there are two ways of understanding this. Either it was Mamish Ones Gamur, that he Mamish was Ma'anisur, or he uh, means that she was a katana, and Peter katana onesu, and that's what uh, that that chas v'shalom the davar would actually be uh, be be ma'anes. Um, the uh, yeah, so that that's the uh, so that that's the that's the first answer that it was an ones. The say more. The second possibility is, uh, the, the, by the way, the, if you say like the first possibility, it's, it's it becomes all the harder to say uh, that that uh, that David didn't sin. The Gemara Shabbos says, "Call him David That anyone says David sinned is making a mistake. So that's a little bit hard to understand how how he didn't sin. If we're just saying that the only reason she was uh, muteras to him was because he was ma'anis, but she was mamishanishas ish. Sounds like according to the first answer. The second answer. No, she wasn't Mamishnesha's Like Rosh tells us that It used to be the custom that anyone who would go out to fight a Mulchama from based David would write a get to his wife before he would go out to fight. So that, that must be what happened over here. <laughs> that he wrote a get to, to that Uriah wrote a get to his wife. How do we know that? Din, that, that, that that's what they would do. When David fought Goliath, so how did David end up on the battlefield? He was a little kid. He wasn't the one that was expected to be a warrior because his father had sent him to go to his brothers to Esaruvasam Tikach. So what does that mean, Esaruvasam Tikach? That David was sent to get Gittin from his brothers to deliver to his brothers' wives because. 
because they were about to go out in battle. So you see that that was the now even though David wasn't the king yet at that time. So we and, and we're trying to say that anyone, anyone who went out to Melchamas based David, what this shows is that that was the minute that that was the minute at that time in history in that Kufa in history that when people go out to war, they would first give a get to their wives. So Uriah did the same that he gave a get to his wife before uh, going out to war. So uh, the, the the there is a major discussion we shown him over here. What is the nature of this get that a person would write would give to his wife? Rashi writes that it, it, the get would be al tonight that if he dies, then the get should be chal mishask sivaso from the moment that he's writing the get. If the if the husband dies in war, so Rabbeinu Tam says, wait a second. That means that the get's only going to be only going to work. It's only going to kick in if he if we know for sure that he dies. What happens in the cases where a guy is MIA? He we don't know. He may, may he may be captured. He may be in captivity. So then she's going to be stuck. Then she's not. So what's the point of writing the get anyway? If he dies, they're not married anymore anyhow. So what do you need the get for? So the only time this get is going to be useful is if they don't have any children and he has a brother, and it's just going to save her from yibum. But it's not going to save her from aguna, right? If we don't know what happened to him, it's not going to help her if that's the whole condition. That only if he dies that the get is going to be chal. So uh, Tosos is very bothered. How could that be the pshat and the, the whole get? And also just saying that when when I die, it should be chal from the Shas Ksiva says Tosos, that's like saying Mehayom. And the Gemara Mesech Zgitin tells us that if you say Mehayom, that in the entire interim period, she's Ke'eshes Ishtal Chol We assume Mehayom doesn't really mean that the get's going to be Chal right now, Mishas Ksiva. It really means it's going to be Chal Shoachas Kodem Amisa. It's going to be Chal a moment before he dies. So, uh, so Tosos is very bothered by Shitas Rashi. So first he tries to be Miyashiv Shitas Rashi and says, no, maybe when, it's, when it says in Yamus from Muhammad, Rashi doesn't mean in, in Yamus. Rashi was just Shigra Delishna. Rashi just said in Yamus because most of the time when people don't come, don't come back from war, it's because they died. But what Rashi means, in if at the end of the war, everyone, all the soldiers come back, and I'm not one of them, that's when they get Shabichal. And he doesn't say Me'ayom. Mishas Ksiva. He's much more specific that it's not Me'ayom. Me'ayom might mean a moment before he dies. But there is no moment of death. We know he just doesn't come back. So it's clearly going to be chal from right now from Shas Ksiva. That must be what Rashi meant. But Tosos understands differently. Rabbeinu Tam explains in the end of this Tosos that Kosev Gekrisos legamri Bloshum Tanai. That anyone who went out to Melchamas based David didn't write a get al Tanai that if I don't come back, then the get. No, they wrote a get, a real get. And they mamish divorced their wives before they went out to war. I don't understand, though, why the Gemara refers to the woman in the interim as a Suffolk Eshazish, that we refer to her before the war is over as a Suffolk Eshazish. She's not, according to Rabbeinu Tam, she got a get. She's not, not an Eshazish at all. If you say like Rashi, it's a Suffolk Eshazish, because it might be, it might turn out that it'll come back, and then she was an Eshazish the whole time, or he won't come back, and she'll turn out that she was divorced the whole time. But according to Rabbeinu Tam, she's Mamash Grusha. So says says Tam, there are two things that we would call a suffix. Sometimes something is called a suffix because we, we actually don't know the mitzvahs, and so we don't know what the uh, is is he is, is she divorced? I mean, it's not yet muvura what's going to happen. Is she divorced or is she not divorced? It's not yet. We don't yet know what her halachic status is, and sometimes something is called a suffix because we have a chisaron yedia, meaning it's a, it's, the, what she is is definite. We just 
that most people don't aren't aware of it, and that's also called a safek. So she's a grusha gemura. There's no question what her status is, but most people are unaware of that status because when people would give these gittin, they wouldn't do it publicly. They didn't want to make a public spectacle of it because then they were afraid by the time they came back that the wife would be remarried already, and they were hoping that she wouldn't get remarried when they were out, when they went out to war. And that's enough for her to be labeled as a uh, suffocatious ish. So Tosa says the advantage of saying like Rabbeinu Tam over Rashi is that according to Rashi, she may have still been, there was always that risk that Oryu was going to come back. So how could Duffet take such a chance? It would turn out that he slept with the nation's ish if Oryu came back. Now granted, he was the king and he was able to give the command that Oryu has got to fight on the front lines and put him in a very dangerous mission, but still, how could he take such a chance according to Rashi? That's the weakness in Shittas Rashi. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Ramah writes in Shulchan Aruch and Ezer that if a woman is in Skarish al Tanai, if the, that if the husband dies, the, the get should be chal, and then the husband dies, that she doesn't have to be Misabel alav, but there's no Isser to be Misabel. Pisli Chuba quotes from other poskim that no, she dafka shouldn't cry, shouldn't be masbid, because it wasn't her husband. And people she's, are going to think she's an Almana and not a Grusha. So one of the Achronim suggests that you have a Raya from Uriah that, uh, that she's allowed to be masbid. Pasuk says in Sefer Shmuel Beis, Vatishma Eishas Uriah Kimes Uriah Isha Vatispod Albaila. So even though it turns out that it, she was really divorced from him, it wasn't her husband, you see that there, she was, she was Muteras to say a husband Albaila. Okay, Vaitu in the Gemara now. Amr Abayi Afna Namitanina. Abayi says, I'll prove what Rabbi Lazar said on the top of Amr Aleph, that if a husband says, Pesach Pesach Matsasi, he's Neman to make her Aser to him. So because it says, Basulun, he says, the first Mishnah said that if a uh, woman gets, a Basula has to get married on Wednesday, the Yom Ravi in Yom Chamishi only Wednesday, not Thursday. My time. Well, why is it that we don't want her getting married Thursday? Because then they're not going to show up to Bezd until Monday. And Mishumukriyadaita, we're worried that by then he's not going to want to show up to Bezd to complain. He will have calmed down. Ulamai, why does he need to show up to Bezdin? If it's about the Ksuba, so Nesavla. He wants to come down and decide to pay her Ksuba. Why would that upset us? Why would that disappoint us? Let him throw his money away. Let him do whatever he wants. Let him give her the Ksuba. No, it must be that she's really Asura to him. And, uh, and, and, and if they don't show up to Bezdin because he's calmed down, he's going to be staying with a woman who's Asura to him. So wait, how could he make her Asura to him? He must be saying saying some sort of taina. My love to Katan Taina's Pesach Pesuach. Isn't it that he's coming to Basin and he's saying Pesach Pesuach and that's enough to make her usher to him? And that's the whole reason for the first mission in this Mesechta, why Basul has to get married right before Basin convenes so that if she's usher, he will be able to, to make her usher, so to, to, uh, to, to have her declared usher in Basin. So says, the Katan Taina's done. Who says that the Mishnah Sambha Taina's Pesach Pesuach? Maybe he came with the Taina's Daman that, uh, that she didn't have any Daman but it has nothing to do with Pesach Pesuach. That was all the analysis of her blazer. Now says, Rabbi Domer Shmuel, Rabbi Domer Shmuel says, Homer Pesach Pesuach Matsasi, Neman of Sidik Subasa. If a guy says that he found Pesach Pesuach, he's Neman to make her lose her Ksuba. Not, not to make her uh, Asura, but to make her lose her Ksuba. So there are three Shittos and Rishonim 
how this relates to Rabbi Lazar. According to Rashi, everyone agrees, both Rabbi Lazar and both Shmuel agree that he's Neman to make her Aser. Shmuel's just adding that he's Neman to be Mafsud Ksuba also. Rabbi Lazar held that he wasn't Neman to be Mafsud Ksuba. Shmuel's adding that he's also Neman to be Mafsud Ksuba. Tosus understands that both Shmuel and Rabbi Lazar hold he's Neman La Osra Love and Neman La Ksubasa. It's just that Shmuel is emphasizing one point of it, and Rabbi Lazar is emphasizing the other point. The Ra'ah and Ramban quotes a day like this hold that Shmuel is coming to be Mechadesh, that even when he's not Neman La Osra Love, like there's a case of Svek Sveka, like in Amin where we had the Svek Sveka by Ignatius Yisrael that was Niskadshav over the age of three, still he's going to be Neman La Ksubasa, even though he's not Neman La Osra Love. Amr of Yosef, my Kamashmulan, Tanina, what are you telling us that he's never meant to be Mafsuduk Suba? We already know this. If a guy eats by his father in law's house in the town of Yehuda without Edim, he's not going to be never meant to say Tainus Basulim because he had Yichud with her. It sounds like it's only in Yehuda he can't come with such a Taina. But in Galil, where they didn't used to have Yichud Beirisin, he can come with such a Taina. What kind of Taina? My low. If it's to make her asura to him, why can't he do that in Yehuda as well? El No, it must be to make her lose her ksuba. and he's saying some sort of taina. What taina is going to make her lose her ksuba? My Isn't it that he's saying that it was pesach pesuach? Says it's not a raya at all. Maybe the taina is that he didn't see dam, but by pesach pesuach, maybe in chinami he would not be able to be mafsed her the ksuba. By the tomorrow we get into the discussion that the ksuba is. Is the Raisa or the Rabbanon?